Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Star Wars in the Galaxy, watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. Um, this is a crazy special episode. We've been in our the midst of what I'm calling our like side project bonanza, where we're going through a bunch of side projects. Last week it was Force Fest. The third project I'm not going to reveal right now because it's kind of secret. Um, we're going to reveal it soon. Um, but uh, our second project, as you might have heard in that um, little audio snippet right there, we have a very special guest on with us. We have um, Meg Dowell. She is from, she's the associate editor of Utini. She is the creator of Starbird Dawn, and she's the founder of Project Stardust. I gotta say, one of those things would have gotten you on our show, and yet you <laughs> did all three. Um, so thanks so much for thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. That's great. Um, so, um, I, you think, Jacob, you think we should jump right into this? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, um, whoops. I forgot to say, I'm Eli. I'm Jacob. Whoops. That was, there are so many things, right. components to our intro that we just kind of forget some sometimes. Anyway, so I wanted to just start right off the bat with you, Meg. How did you get into Star Wars? You know, everyone has their origin story and stuff, so I want to hear it. Like I'm sure a lot of people uh, my age have in common, um, my dad is and has always been a huge Star Wars fan. Um, he saw uh, A New Hope, or what was just called Star Wars, in 1977 when it first opened. He saw it 11 times um, when it first came out. He loves telling me that for some reason. Um, I envy him. I do. I really do. <laughs> uh, so he has been you know, a Star Wars fan since Star Wars existed. Uh, and so, of course, growing up, um, I don't remember, I'm sure he watched the movies all the time when I was really little. Um, but of course, what I remember most is uh, when my brother was really little, um, he watched The Phantom Menace over and over and over again. And of course, you know, if your brother, little brother is watching something, you're just probably going to be there watching it also. Um, so like, there are so many quotes from Oh, the Phantom Menace just burned into my brain from watching it so many times. Um, but, like, I, I must have been nine or ten years old. And I don't remember what started this, but I kind of, at one point, was just like, Dad, I want to watch all the Star Wars movies. And he was like, okay, cool. I didn't prompt this. I didn't force this to happen to you, but here we go. Uh, so I must have watched uh, four, five, six uh and then one and two, because that's all there was at the time. And I remember distinctly uh, finishing the end of a Attack of the Clones. And I ran to my dad and I was like, Dad, I'm ready for the next one. And this was 2002. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> next one didn't exist yet. 2003, whatever year it was. Um, so he's like, well, there isn't any more Star Wars yet. And my heart broke, of course. Uh, so that's when he was like, well, there are books. So let's go to the library and get some Star Wars books. And my life changed forever. Um, so I didn't read like a ton of Star Wars books when I was young. Um, I really got into the video games though. Battlefront, like the original too. Um, that was like my gateway. And I have been a fan since then. Um, definitely like dropped off for a while just because um, I you know, got busy with life. Um, but... <laughs> Um, when I graduated college, I don't know how it happened, but 
um it must have been i think one day i was just browsing um because i have always just been a reader i read tons of books and i saw that um there was an ahsoka book coming out and i'd watched like some of the clone wars but not all of it so i was like there's a book about a character that i love uh and there we go i just fell down the rabbit hole again and here we are that is awesome that, that is awesome Actually, there are yeah. three things that I, like, gravitate towards in that. I'm pretty sure The Phantom Menace, first of all, is my most watched Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, it, it's just one of those, like, it used to be, as Jacob will attest to, I used up a big spot, a soft spot for Phantom Menace. It's one of those things where it was like, yeah, there are the bad things, but yeah, those are, there, there are those good things, number one. Number two, um, there's, um, uh, you talked about the old video games, and that brings me back to when we were originally starting this podcast and... As Jacob will tell you again, we did about, was it eight episodes, nine episodes on Knights of the Old Republic? Um, Maybe. Wow. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I remember, I, yeah, and I've also played like the old Battlefronts and stuff. And so I, I really love that. And there was one other thing. Oh yeah. The Ahsoka book. Another weird connection, yeah. but I think the Ahsoka book is the first canon book I ever read. Um, maybe the first Star Wars book I ever read, just period, honestly. Um, that is Awesome. Jacob, anything you latched on or should we just go on to the next question? Uh, I, I really read, um, I also love the Star Wars books. I actually got into Star Wars through the books. So nice. I think it's awesome that that is what kind of rekindled, if I understand, uh, your relationship with the Star Wars at one point. Mm-hmm. So I guess Definitely. we can move on. Um, Eli, are you going to ask this question? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So you are the associate. You're an associate editor at Utini, and uh, Utini is a guide to the Star Wars expanded universe books. Um, so, what do you do at Utini? First of all, uh, everyone from Utini who's listening to this right now is laughing because um, I do a little bit of everything. Some would argue maybe too many things, <laughs> um, as judged by you know your intro and me doing multiple things already. Um, so, Utini is like. Uh, for anyone who wants to get into the expanded universe, especially through books. Um, So we do book reviews, uh, both video and written. We do podcasts. We do... The nice thing about Utini is that uh, whatever part of Star Wars you love and whatever medium you love to consume your favorite part of Star Wars in, uh, there's something for you. Um, Because we have podcasts that are like... It's more like a book club. We have one that's more about... uh, anything Star Wars related. Um, We have one that's just about Legends books. Um, So really what I do is um, one of the main things that we're working on right now is building up our collections. And what those are is you can go to our site, you can find our collections and any um, way you want to figure out, search any kind of book that you might want to read in the Star Wars universe, you can find it that way. So we have uh thrawn just came out with a new book um Wait, so if you go to our before that i'm i have it i have it in a box i have not read it yet oh, please no spoilers for no i i please no spoilers for ascendancy i just finished um stories of light and dark the clone wars please no sto- spoilers for ascendancy chaos rising i'm so excited for it i will not spoil it for you i promise <laughs> thank you but i will say it is very good so if you consider that a spoiler i'm sorry no nope, um, uh so if you go to our site, utini.com, and you find our Thrawn collection, um, not only do we have, you know, like a, a basic like background on who Thrawn is, um, how Timothy, Timothy Zahn created him, everything like that, but we have an entire list of every 
thing that Thrawn has ever appeared in. So every book that's all the trilogies that he's in now, but also comics and just like any random books that you're like, oh, I didn't know Thrawn is in this book. There it is right there for you. Um, our whole site, a lot of what we do behind the scenes is building um, our book database. So every Star Wars book that exists um, has its own profile, has its own page. So we tell you, you know, this is the book. This is um, who wrote it. This is the summary. These are the characters in it. So it's really like uh, your place to figure out, like, if you want to get started reading somewhere or if you like a character um, or if you haven't read a certain book for a while, it's all right there for you. And um, I'm totally blanking on what I was just going to say in addition to that. But um, I'm really heading up kind of making sure that, like, we're continuing to put those out. Um, we're really going to start working on doing more with authors. So if you love, like, uh, Timothy Zahn or Claudia Gray, you can go to those pages and just figure out, like, here's everything that they've written in Star Wars. And I think it's really great just to help people find more books they want to read because Star Wars should be fun. It should be about, you know, the things that you love. And if you love books and you want to read more of them, we're here to help you do that. That's awesome. Yeah, I really um, I was I didn't know about Utini. Um, yeah, you do until very recently, and um, I've I've actually used it a bit. Um, I think it's I think it's really amazing that uh, that you guys are doing this because um, I've I've found at times that um, I consider myself a pretty big Star Wars fan, but I think that it can be kind of overwhelming the, exactly. uh, the number of books trying to find something that you like. So, it definitely uh, props. This is this is amazing. Um. I I, uh, I can't wait to use it more. I can't wait for it to grow and for more people to take advantage of it. Yeah, and I remembered what I was going to say before. Um, we also have a complete timeline. So that's what everyone is always looking for, is like, where is this book on the timeline? Or where does this book take place compared to this show or this movie? Mm, yeah. It's See, all that there. That is props right there. Yeah. That is props for creating such an extensive timeline right there. Yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Trevor, who is our timeline master. You could pretty much ask him anything and he'll know where, where a book is supposed to be it's fantastic i would also like to mention just before we go any further that everything we mentioned in this episode will have a link in the description so don't worry about that yep. just before we go ahead um okay yeah that is utini and i also just like to add i'm a huge fan of utini as well um i've listened to a bunch of the living force stuff and i love them and they're just um they're just awesome and so i'd love to segue also now into your second project which is Starboard Dawn. Um, yeah, this this podcast is awesome. I listen to like I've listened to all the episodes now. Um, they're great. They're about hope and inspiration and through Star Wars, and that is just incredible. And you cover some great topics. Like I love the one about the dark saber. The dark saber was super interesting. Mm -hmm. That's my um, favorite one so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what inspired you to start Starboard Dawn? So um, in case you're listening to this far in the future, um, it's 2020 right now. <laughs> um, Welcome to this year. Yes. And um, so if I remember correctly, it's been a long year, guys. Um, I had an idea at some point earlier in the year that I wanted to start a Star Wars podcast. I think originally I wanted to do something about Rebels um, because it's my favorite show and it's amazing. Um, but uh, then stuff happened in March and um, I was just like, okay, I don't know, you know, if this is a good time to start a project or what I'm going to do. Um, but uh, 
I think like in April, I was kind of like, I want to do something with Star Wars. I want to do another Star Wars project because I can't not be doing another project. I need to be doing more things, I guess. Uh, I want to do a Star Wars podcast, but I want it to be happy and hopeful. Um, I listen to so many Star Wars podcasts and I love all of them and they're great. Um, but they all, you know, everyone has their own format format that they like to do, um, whether you're an interviewer or um you're talking about books or you're talking about characters. I kind of wanted to take an approach more of here's a random topic, here's a story that I like, here's a character. What kind of hopeful hopeful thing can I draw from this? Because this world really needs some hope right now, and so do I. Yeah. Um so that was really how it started, is just I wanted to be able to inspire people through stories that I love and through Star Wars, which is something that I love. And so that's where the tagline eventually came from, uh, finding hope in the stories of Star Wars, because uh, I can take any random topic. This comes from my English and literature major. Um, I can take any topic and kind of pull some kind of hopeful thing from it, even the darkest things that you're like, oh, this is not happy at all. Well, it can be. Watch, listen, I promise. Yeah, I really um. I really like the idea that um, of a uh, Starbird Dog is Star Wars. I think um, you can interpret it as kind of being all about hope, right. and um, in a lot of ways about um, the the choices that um, the choices that individual people, uh, the choices that they make, and trying to um, to find to find a way forward against adversity. So yeah. Uh, Next up, um, oh. we're going to ask you a bit about uh, Project Stardust. Yes, Project so, Stardust, the bulk of this thing is, this is now, how many days old? A week? Eight days? Uh, about about a week, yeah. Has it been a week already? Oh, goodness. <laughs> these, oh. These, days are two, these, these days are two weeks each, honestly. This is 2020 for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Tell us about Project Stardust, how it got started, and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, get ready for a really fun story, guys. Um, so, no, I actually don't think... Have I told this whole story yet? I don't know if I have. Well, here we go. Um, so, back in June, I started writing for another Star Wars website. Um, I was just... You know, I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars news. I like testing out different formats and seeing, you know... Um, what kind of what part of the fandom I can participate in? So I um, reached out and I started writing for um, a site that I will not name here, um, and you'll see why in a minute. Uh, okay. So, um, so I worked with them for about a week, and I was really stoked because I was like, okay, I'm working for um, a Star Wars fan who is a guy, and sometimes you know, you guys are great, by the way. Um, sometimes men in the Star Wars fandom are not so great. Uh, all depends. Um, many of them are wonderful. I work with many wonderful men in the Star Wars fandom. Um, but so he made me um, his site editor. So I was going to oversee all of the uh, content, which was really exciting for me. I was like, look, I can, you know, show women that like they can have these positions and they can do these awesome things and be creators and, um, you know, work with people and just have a lot of fun. Uh, so I was super excited. Um, logged in Monday morning onto Twitter to find out that um, our site leader, owner, was a racist. Uh, there were screenshots 
um, oh not fun times. Um, this was right uh, at the beginning of the protests um, that were happening in June with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and that's how he got caught um, from some things that he tweeted from his personal account that he thought no one could see. Um, so we all, I think there were about 10 of us, uh, we were just like, nope, we're done with you and we left. Um, and a, a group of them uh, went off and started their own site and I still kind of work with them a little bit. Um, they kind of wanted to start off of that, a positive, um, inclusive uh, site that was kind of doing the same thing, but um, with good people who were um, putting more good into the world. Um, shout out to uh, What's New in Jakku. You guys are great. Um, yes, you guys are. We follow you guys. Your guys are awesome. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, they're doing great things. And I was super excited about that. But I was obviously um, not very happy for many reasons that day. Um, so I went to a Facebook group that I belong to called the Galactic, Galactic Vampire. Um, and this is a group specifically for um, women in Star Wars, who uh, can, you know, it's a safe place to for us to talk about anything and everything. Um, a lot of women will come in there and they'll say, um, hey, here's a story that, or here's a thing I just experienced about how I was treated not nicely in this other group when I was posting a picture of uh, my cosplay or something that I made. Um, people were not nice to me. I don't feel okay right now. And it's, we're all supportive of each other and um, promote each other's work. And it's a really great place to be. Um, so a lot of people go there to vent sometimes when just not great things are happening in their lives. And that's what I did that day. And I don't do that usually. Um, I don't vent to strangers about terrible things that have happened to me, but I was upset. Um, so I vented about how, um, you know, this fandom is, there's so many, uh, there's so much toxicity and um, things are not good. <laughs> and then I went on a rant about how, um, you know, I was a woman working with a Star Wars site and this was a great thing. And this, this was supposed to be, you know, an inspirational thing and it all fell apart. And um, one of the comments on that post um, was, well, I've always wondered why there's never a site for women by women that's Star Wars focused. Why does that not exist? Because um, there are a lot of Star Wars sites out there. There are a lot of podcasts. There are a lot of YouTube channels. Um but when it comes to like websites who are doing like news and commentary, there aren't a lot of women out there doing that, um, especially when um, they want to talk about these things that we kind of talk about in this Facebook group. Um, so I kind of was persuaded um, to kind of be the one to consider doing this new project. Um, so that's what I did um, all through Facebook Messenger for the first three weeks. I... Um, coordinated a team. We decided what we were going to do. We named the thing. Um, it was crazy. Um, within the first five minutes of me sending a message to all these people who said they were interested in being involved, things were all of a sudden out of control. Um, people were already like throwing out all these ideas for logos and things they wanted to do and things they wanted to write about. And I was like, guys, it's been five minutes. Um, this is overwhelming. Oh, but that really showed me that like this is something that people not only need but really, really want and are really excited about. Um, so that was in June. So the reason that um, I can cannot keep track of time with this project is that we've been working on it behind the scenes for a long time. And the reason for that 
is we wanted to do this right. Um, we we are a a site uh, by women for women. We're a women led Star Wars uh, website, um, but because of what the context of what was going on in the world at that time, we wanted to make sure that we were as much as we possibly could recruiting and promoting um, voices that were uh, people of color and people in the LGBTQ community, um, minorities who don't get voice in this fandom a lot of the time um, because they just don't. It's not that they're not, it's not that they're not here. It's not that you're not hearing them. It's that they're just not being given the opportunity to speak and to, um, you know, be on the same level as everyone else. Um, So that goes for women and, you know, just so many of us who love Star Wars and want to just yell about it. And there's no place for a lot of people to do that. So that's what we wanted to do. Um, So we wanted to make sure we were recruiting the right team members and we were, um, you know, we had our values written and we were making it clear exactly um, who this site was for and what we were about. Um, So we launched a week ago now. um, And so far we just are, we've gotten the attention of so many people who are just saying, and I've heard this over and over again um, for the past couple of weeks, this is something that we needed. This is something that we've been needing. This came at the perfect time um, to give women and to give so many of these voices a chance to just talk about Star Wars. I mean, when we launched, we had an article about uh, gatekeeping. We had something about, um, you know, cosplay and kind of what that experience is like for um, a woman specifically. Um, there are just so many different viewpoints and so many things that so many pe- different people have to say. And, um, you know, we're here to just give you that platform. I, you know, if you have something you love about Star Wars and you just want to be excited about it, we're here for you. That's what we're here to do. So that was a lot. Wow. Hello. You know it's it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, that, that was awesome. I got to say, I've been looking on Project Stardust and you mentioned that gatekeeping article and I found that mm-hmm. article incredibly insightful. Yeah, um, fantastic. And, um, I also noticed I was lo- just looking on it and there are like, 13, 14 of you um, just cranking out those articles and they're, they're incredible. I all, a lot of them are like, just, I mean, all of them like are incredibly insightful and incredibly like, this is, I agree with you. This is definitely something that we needed. Um, And I got to say, one of the things that um, I feel like might've amplified this and I think it definitely did was um, Bounty Hunters 4. It seems like a gajillion years mm-hmm. ago when that came out. It seems like it yeah. seems like August was three months ago. No, exactly. it was two weeks ago. Um, but they, um, yeah. Can you talk about Bounty Hunters Four and how that kind of impact your site? Yeah, um, we were really frustrated that we hadn't launched yet when this happened <laughs> um, because this would have been like the perfect thing um, to comment on. And I mean, we still can. We probably will. Um, but so I was um, I was at work just doing my thing, um, not Star Wars related, sadly. Um, and I got a message from, um, I think one of our team members had posted in our Slack and they were like, hey, just so you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, conversation around this new uh, issue of Bounty Hunters that came out, um, just so you're prepared. Um, and we didn't know any, I didn't know any of the context. I had no idea what she was talking about aside from, uh, there's going to be a lot of um, discussion and there are a lot of women in particular who are upset right now. 
And I was like, oh, no. Um, so I had to do the thing that you have to do in this situation, which was log on to Twitter and try to figure out what in the world is going on. Because um, this had just happened. So um, I hadn't seen the thread from uh, Brad Whipple yet or any details. I had no idea what was going on. Um, so I had to read it um, myself to get the context that I needed to respond. That was not a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I So when this first happened, I just didn't know how to react. Because um, seeing a lot of women that are upset about something like this, I'm obviously, I'm on their side. I want to support them. I, um, you know, I believe that this is like a thing that is not okay, even though I don't know myself what's going on. Um, I didn't expect it, though, to impact me as much as it did. I was re really, really um, upset by this. And um, man, this does feel like a long time ago. What is even August? <laughs> um, what is time? <laughs> what is time anymore? I don't know. Um, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into. I don't know if you're talking that was, about that this was good. I'm, yet. I, I feel okay. like I made a bit of, bit of mistake. If, for those of you who don't know, Bounty Hunters 4 killed their only female person of color. Yeah. And also she was LGBTQ plus. Am I right yeah. about those details? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had heard before that, um, like, um, looking back on it, I heard before, oh, this this comic wasn't looking too good either. But then they did that and everyone was going absolute crazy, as they should, about yeah. that. And I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, th um, this is... I remember when you uh, saw about that, I remember a tweet you said um, something like, this is exactly the reason that Project Stardust was created in the first place or something to that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, I think for me, what really um, stood out to me was like, I love Boba Fett. Like, he's an awesome character. Like, go Boba Fett. I love seeing him and stuff. Um, cool for bringing him back. But... Um, being a writer and like seeing that that comic needed that kind of um, shock factor to draw people in, I was like, nope, this is lazy writing on top of the fact that it's just not acceptable. You can't do that. You can't bring in a minority character um, for, represent for representation purposes and just kill her off like that in that manner. It's just not okay. Don't do that. Yeah. Star Wars creators, are you listening? Don't, please. So I'm not as familiar with the matter as you two are, but would it be, would it be fair to say that it, that the, um, you think the creators are trading on um, bringing in uh, people of marginalized identity into the story only to not really give them the, the same, um, like, like a fair shake really in, in the actual story? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, because she got like a little bit of a backstory and it was, you know, it was like interesting enough where you're like, oh, cool. Like this character is here and like part of this, you know, bounty hunters comic and it's going to be great. And then you get to the end and you're like, they did all that just to, just for a shocking way to bring Boba Fett into this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not well done. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, hopefully um, they'll uh, do better next time. Yes, they will. They will hopefully take this message. Um, um, I also would like to um, ask you about this, which is actually, I think Jacob, were you going to take this question? 
Um, yeah, go ahead. I guess, take yeah, question. I, I had a question. I've been asking a lot that, of them, um, so go ahead. For that, I guess uh, I, I was kind of going to um, pry a little further. Um, what kind of a uh, like is happening, and what do you envision as the goal, like specifically for Project Stardust? Like, is it all like like uh, articles, like news and opinion, or do, are you trying to promote other um, creators? Like, what what do you like? What is the day to day going to look like ideally? For Project Stardust. Yeah, uh, so the thing, the part of it that I am definitely uh, super passionate about is um, giving creators the spotlights that they deserve. Um, so I'm kind of like heading up that part of it and we're still getting that going, you know, it takes a while to, um, you know, go through submissions and things like that. But like, for example, if there is um, someone who is, uh, who does cosplay and, you know, she cosplays as Ray, for example, um, you know, and she's like, I've been doing this forever and like I have an Instagram and I just don't, you know, I don't know how to break into this. I don't know how, um, you know, I have a lot of knowledge and a lot of tips that I want to share and like I don't have the kind of platform to do that. Well, my idea would be, you know, we want to take her, we want to, you know, get to know her and like um, do a profile on her and like give her a spotlight and like show our audience like here's this awesome person uh, doing this cosplay and she has all these tips for you if you want to do the same thing here you go and they can you know discover her and like see you know follow her things and you know through her discover more people um, creators especially um, if you're a woman and you're creating things in Star Wars in the fandom it just by default you just don't always get noticed as easily you just are not you know it's just it's just how it happens there's no good explanation for why it happens it just does um so part of what i really want um project stardust to be able to do is to just give um people just don't who are making amazing things in star wars because they're all over the place if you really just look they're there um give them that platform and like show them off because i'm so proud of them and i just want them to be successful <laughs> and to be able to do what they love and to show other people what they're doing and just spread the love all over the place. Star Wars is about love and having fun and meeting people and, you know, seeing what everyone is doing. So much of Star Wars is what the fans are making. And yeah, we just definitely. need to spotlight that more, I think. Yeah. Yeah, spread the love, share the love, absolutely. That's, I, I was just yeah, gonna that's say, great. There was a bit of uh, something I looked up, and this kind of ties into the next question, which is, um, I don't know if you know this, but... Um, uh, on Wikipedia, and I don't care what anyone says about, like, what any Pablo Hidalgo, anyone says, that's basically just canon at this point. Um, there are 22,000 uh, named male Wikipedia pages and a little over 7,000 female Wikipedia pages. It's in the wow. numbers right there. Uh, if you don't believe that Star Wars is sexist, you're just wrong. It's a fact right there. I mean, not like go. inadvertently sexist, but you know, it's we're getting better, hopefully. Um, but uh, that ties into my next uh, question: is like, you know, on in a galaxy. We've said this t a couple of times on Twitter. We just want to reaffirm this here. We strongly believe that Star Wars is for everyone, and I just mm -hmm. wanted to ask you what male identifying fans can do to support female Star Wars fans. Promote their stuff. Um, even if it's just like a retweet, even if it's just like, hey, I, I know this person or I heard about what she's doing or I read an article that she wrote and I just want to share it. Like, um, you know, if if you're not the kind of person who wants to uh, call other men out for 
the awful things that they're doing. Um, no one is saying that you have to do that. If you feel so inclined to do that, go for it, please. We could use all the help we could get. Um, but honestly, you know, there are so many, there are so many of you who are, who just do have these bigger platforms and are doing these things. And the more, like, the more that we share each other's work, just all of us, um, you know, the better off we're all going to be. So I think start there. Just read, read and watch and listen to uh, what women are doing and what uh, female fans are creating and just not only appreciate it, but just spread the word. Um, I think that's important just for anyone to just lift each other up and support each other in what we're all doing. Thank you so much. That yeah, yes, that sounds absolutely. Great. Um, I uh, I think unless you have anything to say, I think we're gonna go to our next kind of segment, Jacob. Uh, All right, let's think? do it. Okay. Um, um, so we have a thing on in a galaxy just to keep some variants in there, also to keep stuff consistent. We call it Jacob. Um, are you ready for this? Let's see if we can sync this up. One quarter portion. But uh, so. Uh, this week, uh, it's our second week, technically, because last week was the first, it was, it was August 30th, it was basically September anyway. Um, uh, we have a game called Six Degrees of Star Wars. It's based on the Kevin Bacon game. You try and connect people in Hollywood to Kevin Bacon. And I, uh, was walking one day and I was thinking, hey, you could do that with pretty well with Star Wars. And so Jacob and I have two, um connectivity questions and we were hoping meg that you would help us out with some of these of course let's do it okay jake right. you want to go you first you want me to go first oh um, all right i'll go first here okay let me pull up my questions um oh uh first of all um meg have you watched um star wars resistance Ooh, mm, first season not the okay, second season. one okay i think those will work um okay so we have you have six moves wait. Wait, wait, Are I just we... want to backtrack on a second. You're doing okay. resistance. You haven't even seen the first the first season, have you? I haven't, but I've I've fallen in love with that <laughs> show. Um I really See, I told you it was that good. I told you it was yeah. that good. I yeah, I, I know. I was really I was really skeptical of resistance at first, but you know, Eli really uh he really brought me around to it. I think it's I think it's a great show. I think it, um, in many ways, despite the kid oriented marketing, it's one of the mm -hmm. realest shows. And one of the realest pieces of Star Wars media that we've got. Go right ahead with Talks your about. six degrees thing, because I want to see how you're going to get resistance into this. All right, let's go. So let's see if we can connect Shock T to Tamara Revora, also known as Tam in Star Wars Resistance. Uh, what do we got? And We're using um like a this person talks to this person or this person knows this person. Any kind of connection. Also for know. also for this, um, we're not considering Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, same person or. Ben Solo and Kylo Ren, same person. So, um, I'm trying to think. Shock T. Oh, Shock T would be. Oh, here's what I'd go with. Um, okay. We got to go through the um, demon of uh, Star Wars Six Degrees, which is Palpatine. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because Shock T is protecting Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith. Then, wait, no, Poe never comes face to face with Palpatine. We can still make this work. We can do it. We can do it. <laughs> Palpatine and and Ray, and then Ray and Poe, and then Poe and wait, was that six steps? Shoot. 
I think I can be. I think we can be lenient, you know. Yeah. <laughs> close <laughs> enough. It, it, yeah, close enough. Six, <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. I'm I'm excited for you guys to figure this out one out. Right. Um. So I'm gonna talk about a character that I think one of us really, really, really likes. Um, oh, no. No, let's no. connect Kiati Mundi and Captain Phasma. Oh, oh, I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say Ochiopus doing okay. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. I would not do that. We had an agreement, I would not do that. I am obsessed. Right. It's it's a problem. So where 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 do we start here? Kiari Mundi. Uh, what about the joint attack on the Wookiees? Well, Kiari Mundi was on the Jedi Council, so I guess it stands to reason that he um Kiari Mundi talked to Yoda. And Yoda talked to Palpatine. There's Palpatine again. There's Palpatine. There's Palpatine. Yeah. Palpatine and Leia Palpatine are the two like people we always try to avoid. Palpatine and Leia know everybody. Okay, okay. Let's let's try something else then. Um. Oh gosh. <laughs> Do you have anything? Uh, Yoda probably talked to. Oh no. Wait. We can do this. We can do this. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out one went out too because I haven't figured it out in my head honestly. Um, well, mm, okay. So Yoda talks to Luke multiple times. Um, and who does Luke talk to? Ben Solo. Um, oh, there we go. Who becomes Kylo Ren? Who interacts with? Who? Captain Phasma. I lost. I don't. I don't count. I didn't count. I don't know how many. That's, that's, okay. that's a count. That's a count. What's you your second it. one? You did it. That counts. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it without okay. Palpatine. We did it without Palpatine, without Leia. Those are the two things we need. Jacob, go ahead with your second one. All right. My number two. I have, would you please connect for me, Thrawn and Luminara Unduli. Oh. Ooh, good luck. Oh, oh no. that's a good one. I'd connect I them. you guys. Oh, wait. Wait. I think I know this. I think I had this one. No, because Thrawn wasn't connected with any in quick wait. Thrawn and Callus. Thrawn and Callus. Callus and the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor and Luminara and Dooley. Wow. Because the Grand Inquisitor met Luminara and Dooley? Uh, and killed her. That's why they have her body in Stygian Prime, right? Oh, yeah. I for Oh, I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> Meg, just like you, Rebels is my favorite show. I feel like I finally found a, a kindred spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are the two Rebels fanatic. I'm, I like, I like Rebels a lot. Um, I'm more of a Clone Wars person myself, but um, yeah, that's that's okay. Here we go, final one. Final one. All right, let's do this. Asajj Ventress and Cassian Andor. Go. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Um. Ventress. Uh, wait, wait, oh, oh, wait, 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 I had something in my head, hold on, no, wait, it's gone, okay, wait, <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of this one myself, yeah, I didn't plan so how Ventress, so Ventress to Savage, to Maul, no, 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 it's not gonna work, Backtrack, no, back up, back up, back up. No. Wait, that might work. I think that Where would you go uh, from I, think it, I think that works, but it takes too many turns. So then you have to go through uh, Palpatine and then oh, like Palpatine. Palpatine. The dead Vader, speak, everyone. 
No, yeah, no. Oh, we can't use Palpatine, right? Okay. Um, I never said you can't, but yeah, okay, oh. never mind. Um, we'll use. Yeah. I kind of figured this one out myself. Wait, wait, can you say the characters again? I think I forgot. Asajj, Ventress, and Cassian. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay. Oh, wait, I have it, I have it, maybe. Asajj, Ahsoka, Asajj definitely fought Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Ahsoka knew R2-D2. R2, wait, no, that doesn't work. R2-D2 had a cameo, but he wasn't... Um, no, it doesn't wait, work. That could still work because... Wait. Wait. I think I, I, think I have something, mm -hmm. so if you guys can't figure it out, I think I have something. And I think Ahsoka's on the right track for you guys. Ahsoka's a good idea. Well, okay, okay. actually... Oh, no, wait, but they never... Mm. Were you thinking of... I, 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 I was right I was now. fulcruming it, which yeah, would have been I really easy. I thought you were fulcruming it, met. but that's the way I go. I I was thinking I I, I won't say anything actually. I, I'm gonna let you wait. I it think out. I think I've got it. Okay, what do you got? Um, wait, Ahsoka. So we keep going from Ahsoka, Fulcrum. Ahsoka as Fulcrum, probably communicated with Mon Mothma. I don't know. That's kind of a stretch. Well, I was and thinking Mon Mothma actually was in the meeting on Yavin in Rogue One, where Cassian Andor also was. Interesting. I don't know if idea. that counts. Though. I was gonna go with in actually. Guess what book? Ahsoka of all things. <laughs> uh, Ahsoka <laughs> meets Bail Organa. There you go. And Bail Organa's in that meeting. There we um, go. So that was that was hilarious. That was I did not think it was gonna be so difficult for those, but I didn't <laughs> think them a, out before yeah. I planned them out. So okay, and finally. One last thing, every guest on In the Galaxy from here on out, we're going to ask them a bunch of just straight speed round Star Wars questions. Just no. go. So it, it shouldn't be too hard. Um, okay. Um, it's not trivia. It's not it's trivia. Not trivia. <laughs> it's not trivia. Though, it's just getting to know though, you. Though, 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 if you want it, who killed Ray's parents? No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no. Um, it's Ochi of Festine, by the way. Um, anyway, so, uh, okay, let's go. Um, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Yeah, fast fast Okay, this one's a weird one. If you don't have an answer for this one, you can just say your favorite Star Wars movie. But what's your ranking? My ranking. Oh, or maybe my, like top um, three, top five. Oh no. Uh, well, okay, we'll go with my favorite, which is Revenge of the Sith. Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Nice. Okay, who's your favorite Star Wars background character? Oh, I just the other day was thinking about this. And now I can't remember who is it. Um, oh, okay. I don't know why this is coming to mind, and I can't say he's my favorite. But um, in the Last Jedi, um, in the casino, um, the dude who's putting the coins in BB-8, he has oh, a name. I think he's more voiced <laughs> by. I the only thing I can pull out about him is he's voiced by Mark Hamill. Yeah, um, that guy. There's a future Eli here for this one. Meg, in case you're listening to this, and just for anyone else listening to this, the character she was referring to here was a character named Dabu Skay. So, yeah, Dabu Skay. Uh, okay, <laughs> what is your preferred Star Wars viewing order? Mm, actually, I like going in order from one all the way to the end, which is really weird, but I like chronological. Please and thank you. So did you originally watch the movies in uh, chronological or in release? I feel like I probably started with A New Hope, yeah. Empire, 
Return of the Jedi and then the prequels is probably what I did first. Probably, probably because my dad was like, do. that's how you got to do it. Which, you know yeah. what? It's a good way to watch it. And I do it's that a good sometimes way. too. Um, it's a great way to watch it, yeah. What is your um, what is your favorite, and you might not have one, but like, what is your favorite weird Star Wars viewing order? We all hear those orders that are like, why do they work? Um, The one where you watch um, New Hope and then Empire and then go to the prequels before watching Return of the Jedi. Like, I, I, I understand ah, the logic behind that. Um. I just, I can't do it. Like, I've tried, and I'm like, but I've watched Empire, so now I want to watch Return of the Jedi. I don't want to skip it. <laughs> yeah. You want to go to the Phantom Menace before Return of the Jedi. Okay, and finally, um, one of my favorite quotes um, is by George Lucas. You know, it's like poetry. You know, they rhyme. Every stanza is a rhyme, but the last. <laughs> Hopefully it'll work. Um, the reason why that quote works is because it's used so often. What is your favorite use? What is your favorite, like, callback or parallel in Star Wars? It can. It doesn't have to be from movies either, so... Oh, um, you know what? This is a really, really weird one. And if you don't read the books, you won't have seen it. Um, but okay. First of all, have you had, have either of you read, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the name? A uh, Queen's Peril, which is the newest Padme I, book. I, that I, came have out. Reading list. I haven't read it, unfortunately. Um, this doesn't. It doesn't spoil anything. Spoil, spoil it for us. There, Don't worry about it. Yeah, it, it's just like little. Okay, so there are little like interludes in the book. So it's just like random characters. It doesn't have anything to do with the plot. It's just fun callback things. I've read E.K. Johnston. Um, I know how that works. Yes. Um, there is a part, and I don't remember the exact quote right now, but um, there's definitely a part where um, Qui-Gon definitely calls out Obi-Wan for his um, maybe could have been affair with Satine. And um, I can't wait until you read it because it's it's just like this one liner, but it is fantastic. It's my favorite thing that's ever happened in a Star Wars book. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. Um, okay, Jacob has his six hot seat speed round questions. Go. All right. Number one. What is your favorite Star Wars trilogy overall? Oh, oh probably the prequels. I'm a prequel kid. That's nice. just yeah. I used to not like the prequels, but I've I've grown to appreciate and enjoy them more. He's um, leaving out the part about episode what? Eight and nine, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said the prequels. No, I know. Wait. Okay, I, I was I'm sorry. Maybe about I the reason, okay. but anyway. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. What is your favorite um, non non movie piece of Star Wars media that people are missing out on, and that more people should watch or read or whatever? Oh, if you haven't seen Star Wars Rebels yet, um, first of all, watch The Clone Wars. I would say probably first, just because it, it pays off more. Um, Star Wars Rebels is an animated show technically for children, but like it's not. Watch it. It's yeah. great. You, you're you missing. And there's just the children's stuff great. is pretty good, too. It is. I mean, there there's some stuff in there. Like, I consider all Rebels great, but like... There's some stuff in there that's probably like the best Star Wars I've ever seen. Don't miss Thank out you. on it, please. It's great. Thank you. It's it's so good. I wish more people would give it a chance. Yeah. Um, what is the coolest Star Wars species, sentient or non-sentient? Doesn't matter. Mm, you know what? Even though we don't know anything about Yoda species, and hopefully never will. Like I don't want any backstory Thank on you. that. Just like. No, thank you. Um, 
I think they're awesome. And you know what? If there are only two of them ever, that's great. That makes it all the better because then they're just they just remain mysterious. Yeah, I love that. Um, if I can interject quickly, I love that. Um, the mystery has been maintained for so long. Like, yeah. my dad has wondered about who, what, what Yoda species is. What's the deal with Yoda for forty some years, and yeah. and we still can to this day. Also, in a a Lego sticker book, I believe, or some Lego book, Chewbacca says, um, "I know what Yoda is, but I'm not telling you." So that I think that's the closest we're gonna get. <laughs> This, I'm not sure if that's canon, though. I'm not sure if that's canon. It's probably not canon, but he does. I mean, he is like friends with Chewbacca, so I don't know. The long relationship with the Wookiees I have. Yeah, I'm really hoping that that uh, Favreau and Filoni do not reveal um, Yoda species ever. Yeah. yeah. Period. Right. Um, yeah, go ahead. If you lived in the Star Wars universe, what job would you want to have? Oh. You know what job I wouldn't want? There's like, um, is it in the Aftermath trilogy where there's like a reporter um, reporting on like in a war zone? Don't want that job. Um, I mean, that's that's the closest to what my actual job is and I don't want it. Um, You know what? I wouldn't mind being like a pilot. Like, I mean, just like someone who just like shuttles people around from place to place. Nothing dangerous, you know? That seems fine. Flying is cool. Yeah. Like, no combat pilot. Like... Yeah. No, yeah, like. no thanks. <laughs> All right. Um what Star Wars planet would you go to for a vacation? Oh, vacation. Naboo. Naboo. Yeah, it's pretty. Beautiful planet. Theed is a beautiful city if you like museums. I thought that was in the movie. Eli told me apparently it's not in the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was. It's in That's what, uh, Darth yeah. Plagueis. Um Oh. It's oh, not, it's yeah. not even canon at this point. Um, well, it should be. It should be, though. The tragedy of Darth Legacy the Wise in this entirety should be canon. Go ahead, ask your yeah. final question. All right. One more thing. You know what's also not canon? I hope it's not canon. Palpatine hates pizza and looked down on people who ate pizza. I'm 99% sure that's <laughs> Legends. So what? you're good. I don't know. They how just to wanted end. to make him the icon of all evil. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> final question. If you could take one item from Star Wars or like an object or a force power from Star Wars and use it on Earth in the real world, what would it be and why? So I don't know where my Darksaber obsession came from. I don't know how it happened. I don't know why I can't get rid of it, but it's here to stay. And um, if I had a Darksaber here with me right now, I would just show it off. Um, You know, I, I don't want to hurt anyone with it. I don't want to use it, you know, for power or anything like that i just want to put it on a shelf and say hey world look what i have this is really cool and you don't have one because it's, it's the only one the that dark exists. saber it's the dark saber <laughs> yeah um, also <laughs> um there's one final question i have for you and this is a star wars controversy that has never been truly answered i mean there I is no answer to it there is no answer to it because uh the lucasfilm story group has said both well, actually all three are correct but ala secure how do you pronounce her species Oh, I mean, have I ever even said it out loud? (laughs) I asked the same thing when he ran this by me. (laughs) I I think I'm trying to think of what I say in my head. Oh, I think I say Twi'lek. Is that what I say in my head? Maybe 
I don't think that's right, though. Or have, no, it's there is no right. There is, is no right. Different? I they, don't know. They, there there, is are, no there right. are three answers: Twilek, Twilek, and Twilek. I've never um, heard Twilek. Yeah, I've never heard the last one. Yeah, I don't think Lucasfilm has heard it, but the but Lucasfilm has said that either of the first two are correct. So there's really no right answer to it. Interesting. Um, okay, that is that was. Awesome. That was an incredible interview. Thanks so much for coming out. I do want to ask you one more question, of course. Where can people find you? Plug everything. Uh, the easiest way to find all the things that I do is um, by following me on MagDowell on Twitter. Um, I spend way too much time on Twitter. Uh, maybe not so much lately, but I'll get back to it. Um, I will post um, articles. I'll share everything that I'm working on. I share a lot of Utini stuff. Um, that's probably where you're going to find my podcast. You're going to find all the things that I'm working on. And I just really like obsessing about Star Wars. So, like, that's just all I really do now. It's just that. So, yeah, follow me there and find all my things. And, uh, yeah. I And, like, don't hesitate to tweet at me and just ask me random things about Star Wars. Because I like talking to people. So, Jacob, anything yeah. before we do our closing a little bit here? Uh. Just again, uh, thank you so much for coming on. This was amazing. Um, I think uh, every everything that you're doing is amazing. From a Utini, I'm I'm so excited for, to uh, use that more, and um, especially a uh, project uh, project Stardust. Um, I, I can't wait to see where that's gonna go. I think it's high time that uh, someone does something like this to kind of spread the love and elevate voices that we haven't heard so i'm just i'm just super psyched um and i wish you the best with that yeah feelings so thank you so much um i will just uh say this um i gotta do our plugging you can find us of course anchor spotify uh breaker all of those places any place you can find your podcast you can find us we're also at in a galaxy pod on twitter future eli right about here um this is talking about our next episode i didn't get to talk about it in the episode next episode we're gonna take a break from all the side projects we're going to go back to our roots, and we're going to watch Volume 2 of Star Wars Clone Wars by Gendy Tarkovsky. So be excited for that. Um, yeah, uh, may the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>